the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. You know, today I just want to talk about motivation. Yes, I want to talk about motivation. I want to talk about getting going in the morning. I want to talk about getting going during the week. I want to talk about how to keep it going, period. Now, I'm often asked a question. I said, Victor, you know, how do you stay motivated? Well, the reality is, just like you, I have my moments where I just don't feel like doing anything. Can you feel me on that one? You know, have you been there where you just wake up and your brain, that small voice in your head, that inner voice, is saying, uh, just go back to bed. Uh, let's not do it now. Uh, let's do it later. Uh, maybe we can delay that for another week. Uh, we don't really need to start that right now. Is that your brain? And in selling, it's even harder because in selling, we know that the anticipation of rejection is something we're going to have to deal with, right? We know that we're going to get rejected, whether it's asking for a meeting, asking to take somebody out to lunch so we can meet with them, asking for the sale, asking for the order, asking for the trial, asking for a test, whatever it may be, the possibility of getting rejected is that much higher. Now, tie that into not wanting to do something, and you can see why some of us, many of us, I should say, have a hard time getting going. And again, it's how do we overcome that? How do we overcome that that feeling of, ah, not today. I don't want to do this today. I don't want to make the calls. I'm tired of getting rejected. How do we overcome that? Well, let's talk about it. By the way, that was a Machine Gun Kelly reference right there in case you missed it. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Now, trying to get yourself motivated, trying to get yourself excited about doing what you know has to be done is hard. But here's what I want you to start thinking about. I want you to think about how can you keep in front of you, present, centered, in front of you, your real motivation for wanting to do something. See, when your motivation for wanting to do something is greater than your motivation for not wanting to do it, or greater than your fear, then you'll be able to keep moving forward. Let's walk through an example. If you're in sales today, and you're not hungry, as Les Brown would say, you're not hungry because you're not desperate, you don't need the money, you don't need, you know, there's no sense of urgency, then trying to get motivated becomes that much more difficult because you are complacent. You're happy with where you're at. It's okay where you're at. There's not a lot of pain where you're at. And when there is a lot of pain, you're motivated. So I want you to think about, this is going to sound radical, but I want you to think about how do you create your own pain? How do you create your own, more specifically, sense of urgency? How do you light a fire under yourself to stay motivated? That's the real question. How do you light a fire under you? How do you create enough pain? How do you, you know, deal with the motivation? How do you create enough sense of urgency where no matter what resistance is in front of you, you're going to go for it. Why? Because the pain of the same is greater than the pain of change. Let me say that again because I want you to get that. It is only when the pain of the same is greater than the pain of change that you will change. You will be motivated. See, when being stuck in the same place becomes so painful 
that your brain says, you know what, I don't care what it costs, I don't care what we have to do, I don't care what we have to deal with, I can't live like this anymore. I can't be in this state any longer. So I'm going to make the change because the pain of the same is greater than whatever pain of change is coming my way. So let me ask you a question. How can you generate enough pain for yourself? How can you create the sense of urgency? Well, let's talk about it. If you sat down and said to yourself, what is it that I want to do over the next three to five years? What is it that I need to accomplish over the next three to five years? And you set down, let's say, some very aggressive goals. Maybe you want to pay off your house in three to five years. Just have it completely paid off. So you're never vulnerable in a downturn in the market. Maybe you want to have X amount of money in your bank account so you always have a cushion. Got to have that. And here's where you can create your own sense of pain. What if the market tanks? What if the market tanks again? And all of a sudden, you don't have a lot of money. You don't have enough. You can't get a job. Your, your mortgage payments are too high. Interest rates are too high on loans right now. You know what? You got to pay for things. Groceries going up. Inflation is making everything more expensive. You need to have enough money in the bank. Now, what I'm trying to do right now is to scare you into understanding that maybe you don't have enough money in the bank. If you lost your job tomorrow, do you have enough money to run for, let's say, six to nine months? Now, I'll say more like nine months because sometimes it takes that much longer to get the job you want. Do you have enough money in the bank? And if you have kids, look, the average child is going to cost you about $20,000 a year to put them through college. 20000 And that's a public school. If it's a private school, it's more like $30,000, $40,000 a year. Let's just call it 20000 That means for you to send your child to college, you'll have to have four times 20, which is $80,000. Add on top of that miscellaneous expenses, maybe housing, maybe two, you know, some additional costs. This could cost you over $100,000 per child if you want your child to graduate without debt. Now, do you see the mo- is that, Does that motivating you? And when you start thinking, if you have three kids, that means you need to have $300,000 in the bank somewhere. And if you don't have it, you need to get on your horse and get it. See, now, now, see, that's creating a sense of urgency. That's creating a big enough why to want to do something. That's creating a big enough why that you can deal with the rejection over the phone. You can get on that phone. You can make that calls. You can ask for those orders. You can try to close those deals. And even if you get rejected, you know, you got to keep going because you're trying to hit a certain number. In this case, you're trying to hit $300,000 in the bank for your kids. Now you have a big enough why. Now you have a reason. Now you have a sense of urgency. Now you've created your own pain. And that's what I want you to do. If today you're feeling complacent, you're feeling comfortable where you're at, then you need to create your own pain. I know this sounds counterintuitive because I'm asking you to create your own pain, your own sense of urgency. But that's the only way you're going to be able to stay motivated. Again, when the pain of the same is greater than the pain of change, only then will you take action. So keep this in mind. I want you to sit down, write down your goals, and then generate your own pain so that you'll have the motivation to push through those tough days. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. 
Now we have about 40 courses, almost 400 videos, my 13 books, and we've changed the pricing structure so anybody, everybody can afford to get on the platform. So go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.